Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24/7 home of the black and gold. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, um, Dame Brugler, who does The Beast, has yeah. put together his list of 300, the top 300 prospects in this year's draft. With a paragraph of each. I mean, it's a lot of work here. It's a lot of work. And I'll say, you know, um, I think we talked about this the other day. The Steelers won't have 300 players on their main list. No, no, I was thinking they'll have about 150. Right, 150 gets you pretty far. Yeah, I mean, and people may say, "Well, there'll be more than 150 players selected." That's true. Yeah, but some, you know, different teams will have different lists. Oh Uh, yeah, and I I don't know how many how many players did you guys rank when you were with the Browns? Well, I was going to say, I mean, the Patriots are known as 120 is a big number for them. I mean, we. The way we did it is you'd look at the front board and I'm guessing we had about 150, but there was also the sideboard that we didn't think were draftable players that had all the other names that that were written up. So it's not like you only write up 150. I mean, there were 400 or 500 scouting reports. That's your, that's your main draft list though. You want to take guys off of that list if if possible. I mean, in the undrafted free agents, we called a bunch of most, most of those came off the other board. Yeah, but we didn't run out of players in the draft, right? Because the thing that will happen with that list of of one twenty or one fifty, well, if I take a safety in the first round, or I take an offensive tackle in the first round, or I take a guard in the for whatever I take in the first round, you're not going to take another. I'm probably not going to take another one. Now I might take a second wide receiver or a second cornerback or something like that, but position like I'm not taking three centers. <laughs> no, but, right, right, but right, I might right. have three centers in my top one hundred. You know, so that, that's just, you know, so some of those guys get crossed off by natural selection. And I bet this was a little more true then than now, but in the first couple rounds, of course, everybody has the same names on the boards. I mean, the guys that are going to the top four or five rounds are on everyone's big board, but I'm sure the Steelers in the LeBeau era weren't after a certain type of upfield defensive tackle. You know, they weren't after four, three defensive ends and they're not going to take one in the sixth round. So those guys don't make the board. You don't fit the scheme. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's very scheme specific for each team. Some guys, one team's doctors may give a guy the okay. Another team may say, no, we don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, Your doc might say these 20 names aren't going on the front board. Well, that's why we're paying. I didn't go to, I didn't go to med school. You win. Right. Yeah. Uh, so his list, is, uh, we'll just run through this one. It's pretty chalky here at the top. Aiden Hutchinson, Ekawanu at two, Evan Neal at three, Trayvon Walker at four, Sauce Gardner at five, Kyle Hamilton at six. Real quick, I'm going to stop you. I, those first five names, I think, will be the first guys five drafted. 
Good chance. Yeah. I think Thibodeau is the only one that could sneak in there. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if Hamilton uh, get, you know, goes, goes at six. No, uh, I meant the first five. Yeah. 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 Uh, at seven is Charles Cross. Eight is Kayvon Thibodeau. Nine is Devin Lloyd. That will probably be higher than he is drafted. I think so. At 10 is Garrett Wilson. Okay. At 11 is Jermaine Johnson. 12 is Trent McDuffie. 13 is Jamison Williams. I think Williams might be the first receiver taken. 14 is Derek Stingley. I think he's going to go a lot higher than that, too. Yeah. I think his pro day went a long way. I've heard some people, you know, quote, in the nose saying Stingley could go six, you know. Right. 15 is Drake London. What do you think of London? Would you take London at 20? I would. Okay. I have mixed feelings on him. Him and Burks are the two I can't quite wrap my head around. They're different guys. They're similar size, but they're different guys. Yeah. I think the Steelers would like Burks a lot. We'll, we can get them in a bit. Uh, 16, Trevor Penning. 17, Chris Olave. 18 is George Carl Loftus. I don't love him either. I don't either. No. Yeah. 19 is Tyler Linderbaum. We've talked at length about him. Mm-hmm. How about this? 20 is Dax Hill. How about that? <laughs> I'm warming up to him more every day. Yeah. I think I would take him at 20 this minute, not knowing door number two. Sign me up. Yep. Traylon no. Burks, is, it comes in at 21. I would consider him in my top 20. <sighs> I, I just, Yeah. I haven't seen enough route running from him. I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to break tackles in the SEC and, and do all like, okay, I get it. But, you know, how many bubble screens is, uh, I don't know. How many bubble screens do you want to throw to him a game? I bet Matt Canada likes him. Probably. And, but I'm, but he's not Debo Samuel. You're not going to run inside zone with him time and time again. He may yeah. line up, you know. Yeah. Um, but the word you said, I thought, is, is something that dawned on me the other day, though, that translates to the next level. He's hard to tackle. He is hard to tackle. He's a 225-pound guy. Yeah. But linebackers will run you down in the NFL. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just worry that I overreacted to a not phenomenal 40 time when everyone else was running them because he doesn't look slow in the on, on tape. No, I agree. I agree. 22 is Zion Johnson. 23 yeah. is Devontae Wyatt. 24 is Jordan Davis. Pretty late. Yeah. 25, Jahan Dotson. I think Dotson's really good, too. 26 is Andrew Booth. Okay. 27, Kenyon Green. 28 is Arnold Ebiketti. I think he has a chance to get in the first round. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what the heck's going on here with this thing? 29 is Nicobe Dean. Okay. First quarterback at 30. 30 is Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I'm having a harder and harder time taking a quarterback at 20. I mean, Willis, I can make a strong case for, and I probably would. I don't think I'm taking anyone else at 20 at the quarterback position. I'm just would pass on them all. I just, the way I look at it is this. The Steelers are going to go into training camp with four quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. The problem that they have is that they're going to have to spend all of their time getting Mitch Trubisky ready to play. That's the thing is I want to give him every rep. 
Right. He's going to need a ton of reps. If you then also have a rookie quarterback who is a potential down the road starter, that guy's going to need reps. Tons. I mean, he's a big investment. So then what do you do with Mason Rudolph? And I know people say, well, he's, you know, you don't need to give him any reps. If the, the number, the, the, the rookie quarterback is going to be number three. Yes. Oh, right. Right. On game day. On game day. So if you go through the entire preseason, you don't give Mason Rudolph any reps in training camp. You give, give him very few reps in, in, the, in the, the preseason. And then all of a sudden your quarterback goes down in week one. What do you got? Right. 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 No, I want Trubisky to get the lion's share of everything. And then Rudolph to get his normal. Right. You know, and then uh, the other one, I don't yeah. care about it much, you know, 31 is Quay Walker. Yeah. I think he's, I don't, I hate rising up boards, but I think yeah. he's go higher than people think. 32 is Malik Willis. He's got pro. I mean, all these guys have warts. I mean, I, I, I would invest in Willis. Don't get me wrong, but man, I, I think I'd rather take Dax Hill. 33 is Lewis seen. I think I'd rather take seen too. Yeah. Just depends on what you're looking for at that safety position. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, 34 is Travis Jones. Yeah. Uh, I think he could go in the first round. I'm telling you. I think you have, you're onto something there. Uh, I was on the air with Stan Saverin today and he was talking D tackles. And if, if they don't think Jordan Davis at 20, I don't know that the, the answer, they won't get a shot at Travis Jones. Right. I don't think it's a good year to be in that market. Yeah. 35, Kenneth Walker. 36, Bernard Raymond. 37 is Logan Hall. Our buddy uh, Greg Cosell is infatuated with Logan Hall and has convinced me that he might be a DeForest Buckner-like player. I I think he's going to be a better pro than people are giving him credit for right now, too. Okay. I can see it. 38 38 is Jalen Petrie. Hard not to like him. Hard not to. I mean, there's just so much to like about the game. Yeah. 39 is Sky Moore. Talk about getting that. That's a guy that's risen, quote unquote, risen up the draft boards. I mean, with the Packers and Chiefs and those type of teams, he certainly could end up in the first round. Yeah. Uh, 40 is Desmond Ritter. That's probably what he is, the 40th best prospect in this draft. Which And, and here's, the, here's the thing. If Pickett and Willis go somewhere in the first round higher than 20, if two are off the board in the Steelers pick, I think Ritter will be a first-round pick. Yes. Not necessarily Pittsburgh. But not, not necessarily. I wouldn't take Ritter at 20. I would not either, but I could see their logic if they did. It wouldn't be my pick, though. No, it would not be mine either. Um, 41 is Brees Hall. Yeah, I'm fine with that. 42 is Jaquan Brisker. He's another one I wish would – there's a chance he's there in the second round. I'm not sure there will I don't, be. I just don't see it happening. 43 is now David Ajabo. I don't know where I placed him, but, I mean, to me, Ajabo's fighting guys like Mafe and Ebiketti. I think that's the neighborhood he's going to get drafted. Yeah. 44 is Chad Muma. Okay. 45 is Kyir Elam. I think he's got a shot for the first round, too. Yeah, cornerbacks also get overdrafted a little bit because everybody yeah. needs them. He's got traits. 40 and really again you from 20 down you could throw a, a blanket over these guys right there's not much difference 46 is christian harris yeah he seems like a solid day two guy second yeah. rounder. uh 47 is george pickens i'd have him higher too i think i, I think if the steelers had a shot at him at 52 if, if if you told the steelers right now you could have dax hill and george pickens 
Oh, I'd take that in a heartbeat. I'd take that in a heartbeat. A heartbeat. I don't yeah. even know. I don't even need to know what everybody else took. Just give me those two guys. Right, right. I'll trade those two picks for those two players right now. Um, he's someone I would even consider trading up 10 spots in the second round, or if by chance they trade down, I would consider taking him at 30 or so even. Yeah. So, I could see a, I could see a situation where three years from now, George Pickens was the best receiver in this draft. I don't think that's crazy talk at all. Uh, Jamison Williams would be my hiccup with that conversation, but yeah. You're right, right. But, yeah. uh, you know, again, it's all about situation. Sure. Where do you land that? 48 is Boye Mafe. Yeah. 49, uh, Cam Cam Jurgens. This is as high as I've seen Cam Jurgens. As I say, that's kind of noteworthy. I mean, everyone's come calling him the, you know, the discounted version of Tyler Linderbaum. I mean, another great athlete. The center class isn't so bad. No. Uh, 50 is Tyre, uh, Tyre, Tyler Smith. Okay. I, I think he's going to go higher than that. I mean, tackles do. Tackles do. Again, uh, 51 is Kyler Gordon. Okay. Boy, if he's there in the second round with the Steelers, I'd be very interested. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. 52. This is high for this guy, Darian Kennard. Yeah. I think he's a guard all day long. I do too. I think he's. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Kind of a heavy footed mauler, you know, old. School He's guy. thick. He's a powerful guy. Yeah. yeah. 53, Perry and Winfrey. Yeah. I think that's about that neighborhood. Would you consider Winfrey with the Steelers' second pick? Yes. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't trade it for him right this second. I'd like to see how the draft goes. But right. If that's a – yeah, I would consider that, yeah. Yeah, I would consider him too. Uh, 50, amazing, but that's okay. 54 is Jamari Saylor. He seems like a Roger Saffold, longtime starter, not a yeah. lot of pro bowls, you know. Yeah. 55 is Roger McCreary. Good player, but traits are a little scary. 56 is Matt Corral. Matt Corral all the way down at 56. That's about that's the fourth quarterback, by the way. Yeah. I that's about where I would have him if I do a list like this, too. 57 is Cam Taylor Britt. I saw this today, Dale. This is crazy. That only it was somewhere between 65 and 70 percent of Matt Corral's passes were past the line of scrimmage. Yeah. It's a lot of catch it and get the ball out. One out of threes with the line of scrimmage. I mean, he could he could literally run last year's the last two years Steelers offense. He could step in and do that right now. Oh yeah, but, but you want something better than that? Not the man, because all he does is throw sideways and then take deep shots. Yeah, and scrambles and makes plays and yeah. Hit. I don't. I'm not big on him. No, that's not for me. Yeah, fifty eight is Leo Chanel. 
Oh, by the way, I'm warming up the Cam Taylor Britt too. I like him. Yeah, maybe in round two. I mean, I would even consider. Uh, Fifty nine is Jalen Tolbert. Okay, good player. Sixty. Sixty is Sam Howell. That's your fifth quarterback. There you go. This next one's noteworthy, though. By far the lowest I've seen him. Uh, Yeah, sixty one. Christian Watson, all the way down sixty one. I'm telling you, Matt. I don't get the first round buzz with him. I like him. I like him too as a day two guy. I wouldn't take him in the first. I get that. I get you're looking at the traits. He's there aren't many guys. There aren't many guys in this draft for certainly that are six four two oh eight and run. He can you know, fly. Yeah, I mean his speed translates to the field too. But I, I heard that at the when I went to the Senior Bowl and I kept so I watched him. I wanted. To, I'm like I want to like this guy. And a lot of his catches were contested stuff. He just, mm-hmm. I don't know. He fights the football a little bit too. A little bit, a yeah. Real developed route runner. He may hit big, but he might. He might be. Uh, There's a risk about that scantling too. Right, right. Sixty-two is Trey McBride. There's your first tight end. Do you think there's a second round tight end? I don't think. That, I think. The, uh, I could see a team that really needs one yeah. taking one. Like if I were Green Bay and I already landed Cincinnati. Yeah, right, right, right. I think there's probably only one second round tight end. Yeah. Um, 63 is uh, Drake Jackson. And he's kind of flown under the radar throughout this whole Yeah, process. He's a football player. He's on all the lists, like after last draft, you know, before this season. And now he's starting to pop up again. Yeah. 64 is Troy Anderson. Yeah, a lot to like there. Good happen. player. 65, Nick Bonito. Okay. I think he's That's about day. as low as I've seen him. Right, right. A lot of people like him much higher than that. 66, Daniel Falele. I That's just did my I just did my list of offensive tackles. I just I just wrote that for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Hmm. I didn't put him in my top 10 offensive tackles. Not even the top 10. I couldn't do it. I'm sure I could come up with eight off the top of my head I'd take for sure. But yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I, I mean, I just don't. I just don't know that he fits. I mean, he's got to go to the right scheme. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like Linderbaum in that way. Like, yeah, okay. You, but you got to. I could see somebody falling in love with him because of the size, but it ain't me. I, I'm. You, you look at put him put him up against Tyler Penn or uh, Trevor Penning, and look at the his Penning Penning ran a four eight nine. Falele ran a five six. And just the way they move on tape too is night and day. Well, it's. Penning had a seven two five three cone drill. Yeah, Falele was like a second and a half slower. A second and a half. Yeah, that's not going to be his drill at all. He changes direction like a like a glacier. Yeah, battleship. <laughs> yeah, when I saw him at sixty six, I originally just my first thought was, oh, that's too high. <laughs> sixty seven is De, uh, Demarvin Leal. I don't quite get the buzz about him, and I think that people are. No longer looking at him at all as a first round pick. I would take this next guy over him. 68 is Fidarian Mathis. Yeah. Would you consider Mathis in round two? I'd think, I mean, depend on who else was there. Yeah. 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 But it's not the worst pick in the world. No, absolutely not. 69 is Kingsley Ingbari out of South Carolina, the edge rusher. Right. Yeah. Um, 70, Marcus Jones, the cornerback out of Houston. He's going to be very scheme specific because he's going to have to play nickel. Yeah, he's going. Played out, so. Yeah, he played outside at, at, at Houston. He's not playing outside in the NFL. No, I don't think so. I mean, Denzel, Denzel Ward is about as small as you can get to play outside. Yeah. 
Someone will love Jones, though. Oh, I can. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can see some special teams coaches pounding on the table. Going, we got to have this guy. All right, all right. 71 is John Mechie. That's about as low as I've seen him. See, I think that's where he belongs. I like, do, too. When we evaluate other people's mocks and they take, you know, Mechie in the second round for the Steelers, we both go, mm. yeah, yeah, don't yeah. love it. Don't love it. I mean, it's 71. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, 72 is Dylan Parham, the guard uh, out of uh, center, yeah, yeah, yeah. out of uh, Memphis. Again, another center-type prospect. 74, Cole Strange, another one. I like both those guys. Yeah. Um, another one coming up here in a minute, too. 74 is Channing Tyndall. Yeah. Um, Fortner is another nice center. Yeah, Luke right. Fortner from Kentucky. Kentucky. Kentucky's got a lot of guys in this draft. They've had a lot of guys lately. I mean, they've yeah. pros pretty well lately. Yeah. Um, 76 is Luke Getke. Okay. He has center near his name. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's uh, he's done some he's done some center work. Has he? Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, I think he could do that. He's a smart kid too. Mm-hmm. Um, former and a former uh, tight end, so you know he can move. Right, right, right. Seventy-seven is Brian Cook. A little low for Cook. Yeah, I like Cook. Yeah. Uh, Seventy-eight is Dominic Robinson, uh, the edge rusher out of Miami of Ohio. Wide receiver turned edge rusher. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's a good player. He's that's, more of a third rounder to me than that. That's the Joey Porter uh, path to the NFL. Wide yeah. receiver. Wide receiver. Turn. A lot thicker, stronger. Yeah. 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 79 is Abraham Lucas. I've heard a lot of really positive buzz about I him. I like him better than Philele. By far. By far. I think Lucas goes well above Philele. I think he's a second round pick. Yeah. 80 is Greg Dulcich, a tight end at a UCLA. Okay. Pure pass catcher. 81 is Tariq Woolen, the cornerback out of UT, yeah, UTSA. He'll get picked above that. He will, uh, but he's going to take time. You can't you can't draft him and hope, you know, you got to plug him into play. Uh, 82 is D'Angelo Malone out of Western Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Good player there. He's another Kentucky guy, though, I was about to mention before, John Pascal at 83. He's yeah, Josh Pascal is another good player, another good edge. Uh, like a two-time, three-time team captain there. Uh, I bet the Steelers love him because of all those reasons. I mean, yeah. he, he, he was diagnosed with cancer at one point and came back strong, two-time captain, tough as could be. I think he's going to go too early for the Steelers to be in that edge conversation with him, though. Yeah. 84 is Nick Cross. How about that? That's where the Steelers pick in round three. I would take him in round three. I mean, if you do. Well, but if we already took safety in the first round. <laughs> Well, then no. But, I mean, if safety's a need and he's there in the third round, I'd be thrilled to see him. You would love it. Yeah, you would love yeah. it. Um, 85 is Jeremy Ruckert, the tight end out of Ohio State. That's the third tight end off the board. I'm a fan. I think he's going to be a quality pro. 86 is Brian Asamoa, the linebacker yeah. out of Oklahoma. That's low for him. I've seen him much higher. Low for him. Yeah. 87 is Kobe Bryant, cornerback out of Cincinnati. I'd consider him in the third round neighborhood. Yeah, he's a good size cornerback. Mm-hmm. Um, 88 is Cameron Thomas, the edge rusher out of San Diego State. A little low for him, but okay. Yeah. Um, 89 is Alec Pierce, wide receiver of Cincinnati. Him. I would gladly take him at 89. I'm a fan. 90 is Marquise Hayes, the guard out of Oklahoma. Quality. Yeah, he looks like a starter. Yeah. 91 is Sam Williams, the edge rusher out of Ole Miss. There's a few edge rushers in this neighborhood that are intriguing. You know, yeah. 
kind of like your conversation before that a lot of them are going to go early and those teams won't take a second one. There might be a point in the draft where the Steelers are like, wow, I can't believe this guy's still sitting there. We got to grab him. We got to grab him. Yeah. 92 is Kate Otten, tight end out of Washington. Uh, 93 is Josh Williams, cornerback out of Fayetteville State. There's a lot of corners in this neighborhood I'm warming up to, and he's one of them. Yeah. Another good size guy, 6'3, 195. Yeah. Um, small school guy. A 94 is Sean Ryan, the guard out of UCLA. Mm-hmm. Uh, 95 is David Bell, the wide receiver out of Purdue. I think he'll be, I think he'll be. Like everybody but, is forgetting about him because of the slow, yeah. slower 40 time. He's still a good football player. I was going to say, I think he'll be a fine pro and he'll be able to play a lot of snaps and catch 50 balls a year. Yeah. He'll be like Keenan Allen slide down the draft board. Cause he ran a slow time. And next thing you know, he's catching a hundred balls every year. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> more of a athleticism for that position is not nearly as important as people think. Uh, 96 is Damari Mathis, the cornerback out of Pitt. That's as high as I've seen him. Yep. Another one of those guys to me. I mean, the, I, I like the, th- I think the third round corner is kind of a sweet spot. And you know, we've mentioned a couple of them here. And I think Mathis is in that neighborhood. 97 is Alex Wright, the edge rusher out of UAB. Big guy. Yeah. Yeah. 98 is Jelani Woods, a tight end out of Virginia, uh, Virginia, 6'7, 253. Yeah. Big, big dude. Uh, at 99, Nicholas Petit I had him rated ahead of Daniel Falele. I don't blame you. I'd consider him in the third round. Yeah. I'm stronger, you know. Uh, and then 100 is Majai Sanders, uh, the edge rusher out of Cincinnati. He's listed at 228 because that's what he was at the combine. I, I'm, I he's guess probably he, closer to like between 235 and 240. Yeah. He's lean though. Yeah. He won't be for everyone. No, he will not. That's for sure. Uh, I'm just going to cruise down through. I'm, I, where, does, where do the other quarterbacks go here? There's Ian McCollum at 102. Uh, it's a, I went through and bolded a handful of these guys. I mean, Zion McCollum at one, 102 was one of my guys. Thinking Steelers. Calvin Austin at 106 was a guy I kind of like for the Steelers in this neighborhood. Khalil Shakir at 110. Um, and there's some more corners, too. I mean, oh, here's the one I want to talk about, too, was Jalen Armour Davis from Alabama at 117. Yeah. I, I, I think that's way too low for him. I think he might even be a second-round pick when it's all said and done. Yeah, I agree. Good football player. Um, obviously, a high pedigree uh, at, at playing at Alabama. Has mm-hmm. seen a lot of a lot of good stuff over yeah. the course of his career. You know, he's been coached well. Um, yeah, that that to me, I think you'd take him if you got him at the end of the the, the fourth round, um, or, or in round three. I think you'd be very happy. Yeah, another corner that fits that bill to me too is the Penn State kid, Terry Castro Fields. I mean. Again, I, I'm, I'm one of my new infatuations here are these third round corners. Yeah. Well, you, again, you, you, this is another one of those drafts, and we do this. Every, we've been doing this for a while now, Matt, together. Oh, yeah. I think every year we have like eight guys. Oh, I would love to have him in a third round. <laughs> like the yeah, third yeah, round yeah. is always our sweet spot. I know. Again, if the Steelers can move down five spots and pick up an extra third rounder, that's Tariq Castro Field. Boom. You know, great. Yeah. Because you just get extra something extra that you need without paying a premium price for it. Right. We don't have to reach or, you know, that's the beauty of the trade down to me. Absolutely. But uh, we are going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to see what we would do in yet another mock draft. We'll do that when we come back. He is Matt Williams and I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. 
Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.